everybody and welcome to this week's soul talk it is talk six on the discipline of simplicity again all these disciplines come from the celebration of discipline book from richard j foster we are using his study guide for our meetings and this is the talk that we have at the meetings if you'd like to come join us if you're in the area come join us at crossfit epically awesome every other thursday uh the to- the talks will be posted the next day. So in regards to trying to take like a mental health perspective uh, when talking about these and kind of modernize it, because this was written, I believe, in the late 70s. So he kind of opens up with simplicity is openness and is the opposite of cunning. And so when I'm talking about simplicity, I'm not just talking about having an easy life, but taking the complications that we put in our lives out of our lives. And it's kind of like kind of goes into like our constant need to look good for others or to show off for and the verse that kind of comes to mind and he talks about it in the book but not in the study guide is the verse where he talks about kind of a popular one where it's the love of money is the root of all evil and and it's always taken out of context like that people think that we say you're not allowed to love money or you can't have money but when you're taking the context of it is that is referring to the love of money and in aramaic the love of money is called mammon. And so it's sort of like you're serving another god. It's becoming an idol. And all these things that we're about to talk about are things that become unnecessary idols that we can eliminate and simplify our lives and reduce our anxiety. So he kind of talks about tyranny of things. So he talks about the tyranny of self, also the tyranny of things, and the tyranny of people. So I think when he talks about tyranny, he's talking about Allowing something outside of yourself to rule over you. And then you're submitting to that unjustly. And submitting to God is different. Where it's, a, it's an open communication relationship. You know, we're serving God out of the love of Him. So when we talk about the tyranny of self, talks about some questions to help you analyze if you're the tyranny of yourself, you're a slave to your your desires or uh, um, pleasing others and he has some questions to help you put yourself in perspective and presence yourself so the first one is am i pretending to be an expert where i'm not and this one's kind of hard for me because um, in my main business i do i have my own business where i work in computer repair and web design and maybe i am an expert compared to others but i never really feel like I'll ever be an expert. Like, it's kind of like an oxymoron to say you're an expert because you're human. Like, to be a complete expert, you'd have to be, like, perfect, and you're not. The next question is, do I really do the things I say? And and that could kind of go in all areas. But I think with this specifically is, like, am I lifting myself up in a way that makes people think of me in a way that isn't true of who I really am? And just being honest with, you know, I'm I'm... I think these all kind of go with saying it's okay that you're not the best or the most popular or the most perfect. And the last one is, do I try to impress people with what I do? So just just think about it. And since we all have, most of us have jobs, think about it in that context. And am I doing my job to impress my boss, to impress my coworkers, to impress the customers? Or am I doing my job because... It is uh, a fruit of who I am and who God has made me to be. And and I'm doing it because I want to not just make money, but also 
serve God with everything I do. And so we go into our next section, the tyranny of things. And I would say this kind of tyranny of materialism. And as a tech head, it's really hard for me, uh, you know, I see that new iPhone or the new iPad or the new gadget, even for making this podcast. And it's really hard to not just go buy it like, oh, I can just finance it or do that or whatever. But then I become controlled by those payments or controlled by like, is this thing really making my life any better? Or is it becoming a detriment, more anxiety to my life? So those questions to help you kind of drill down on if that's a tyranny of your life is, am I content with my income? You know, everybody wants to make more or have more cash flow or be ready for retirement, but you can still be content with where you're at today and trust that God will take care of where you need to be. And if you follow his teachings and trust in him, he will lead you to have everything you need. Um, Do I act my age? That goes in, uh, not really into materialism, but you know, at a certain point, we all have to not grow up. And I'm not saying in like the Peter Pan sense, but more of the sense of acting our age is kind of taking ownership of the things that you have to do, the things that you have to take care of. It's it's a really hard one, and it's, I'm sure boomers would have things to say about millennials and vice versa on that. Um, this one's hard for me. <laughs> this next one am I a compulsive buyer I love books even books on theology books relating to the bible books about my business I'm sure they all help me but do I really need them do I really read them <laughs> the idea of them for some reason I just I've gotten to where I've had to kind of just make a list um, using Amazon and I just make a, a wish list and if it's something I want that I don't really need, know for sure I need. I put in a wish list, leave it there for a few months, and then if I still want it, I'll think about getting it if I can afford it. And then if I don't, I will remove it. That's one way that can help. So the next section, the tyranny of people. As someone who suffers from social anxiety, the tyranny of people letting their view of me or belief of me control what God says about me, when God doesn't say anything that they say about me, there's going to be times when somebody's going to say something bad about you, no matter how good you are. And sure, it's, it's probably going to be a misunderstanding. But so the question to align yourself with that tyranny is, can I allow others to speak ill of me? No. Can I just like shrug it off? I mean, in some contexts, you might want to co- confront that in a healthy way. But you can't let improper beliefs of people about you affect what God says about you. The next one, do I change stories to make myself look good? This kind of goes into the analogy of a, uh, the fish story where you, know, you catch a little fish, but then when you go to tell people about it, you say it's a marlin. Or if you're referring to a story where there's conflict, sometimes you might refer to yourself in a better light than other people. So definitely, that's definitely a question that could really align, help you align with that. Can I accept compliments? This one's hard for me. Um... I don't know why. I guess because I'm just not used to always getting them. So they kind of come out of left field. And just saying thank you for that compliment versus being like, oh, I didn't really do anything or just say thank you. Uh, and the last one is, must I always make excuses? So I would I would think in the context of what we're talking about, say, 
something happens in your life where you're put in a bad light or things didn't go right and you have to make an excuse like, oh, I didn't get enough sleep or the other person that was working on this project didn't help me. And and it's more about just taking ownership for your part, your 100% that you bring to this situation and just saying, you know, right, I didn't get it, but I'll get it next time. So that's just a quick summary of the simple. Discipline of simplicity, I would goes in way more depth in the book. Uh, it's also an audiobook format, so definitely check that out. The study guide has some weekly readings as well, but I'll leave you with some verses and this quote from the book. So he leaves um, the last line of the chapter. He says, "Only the simple are free." So just kind of think about what what that means in the context of whatever situation you're going through. So to close out, I'm going to read Matthew 5:33-37 and James 5:12 from the ESV. Uh, you can get this off of Bible Gateway, the Uversion app, or can look through your Bible or order one. So this one's kind of broken down to a headline about oaths. Again, you have heard that it was said to lose those of old, old you shall not swear falsely but shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, do not take an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not take an oath by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Let what you say be simple, yes or no. Anything more than that comes from evil. In James 5.12, But above all, my brothers, do not swear, either by heaven or by earth, or by any oath, but let your yes be your yes, and your no be your no, so that you may not fall under condemnation. So, I didn't do the full in-depth hermeneutics and exegesis of this, but just take away, be simple with your response. Say what you mean, and mean what you say. And I'll just close this out with prayer. Just, dear God, um... I know we worry about so much and all these anxieties that we place upon ourselves with all this um, oversimplicity of our lives. And I just lift up to you. Just allow us to trust you and let us to live more simple lives and lives in your service and just work through us and I know that that you not you do not bring the spirit of fear is is not from you so that this fear is from the tyranny of self things people and just allow us to remember that when we're going through these things that is not you doing this and you have another option for us and help us to listen to you and trust you through this. In Jesus' name, amen.